Sunday pour back on a Monday night. It is, uh, I guess, rain delay post game show. I was looking oh, forward man. to a game five recap. Uh, a lot of yelling and screaming and misery, but uh, it's going to be put on hold for about 18 hours uh, because Yankees just rained it out four o'clock Tuesday. Uh, so now we're stuck with the Broncos in prime time. The hey, the the Bronco, the the on fire Broncos though. They don't look too. I mean, I haven't really been locked in because I've been doing more refreshing of Twitter to see if they if they have a time on this game um, than watching the football game. But apparently, Broncos aren't too bad tonight. Maybe it's just the Chargers defense though. Yeah, Chargers. I've watched a little bit of this. Uh, the Chargers just. To leave a little, a little bit. They leave a lot to be desired. The Chargers. They just can't. There's something missing. I don't know what it is, but I don't know. Russ has had a good first half. Best he's looked all year. But uh, Cleo Max looking good. I just, uh, I don't know. It's the powder blue. I just don't associate that with winning football. No, no. There's a lot of that going around the NFL, though. Uh, just. Missing something, just so, so like it's you. You could go down each team in the league, and it's like, I mean, every, obviously nobody's perfect, but there's a lot of teams that you kind of expect more out of, and are getting very little out of this year. Yeah, it's uh, more than ever. I would say it's a league full of just mediocrity. That's really it. Yeah, I wonder. If, I wonder if part of that is we we say it every year. But we kind of were treated to a few good games early. But, you know, we don't really see the good football until after Halloween generally. So it might just be the, the calendar. You know, you might, uh, it could be the calendar. Oh, all right. I mean, so I think it's more that the teams that have good records aren't teams that you think are very good, with the exception mm-hmm. of maybe like the Bills. No, it's, I, oh, I agree with that, too. I agree with that, too. But it's like it's – you're seeing teams that you expect to be good that like the Chargers expected to be good. And they're, they're kind of floundering. I mean, now Herbert was hurt at some point. Um, and there's not, you know, they're, they're not above average or they're just at average. You know what I mean? And yeah. I just, and it, and it's, it's not like the cleanest football in the world, right? There's a lot of, there's some gritty games being won. It's ugly. Um, it's pretty ugly. Yeah, so I don't know if it's I, – I don't know if it's – I don't know if we're at the point where we're calling it like a mediocre league yet or if it's just wait for the season to play out. Because in November, December, when these games – these guys are units that have been playing together a few months and you're getting close and you're just kind of separating the good teams, the actual good teams from the shitty teams, then's when you can kind of start taking stock of who's who, like for real. And then obviously, you know, December, January, that's, uh, you know, you'll be seeing the cream of the crop come out to play at that point. I think we'll be, I think we'll get what we're used to. It's not going to be any kind of uh, step back when it comes to playoff time. Uh, yeah, I, I, I think we'll see some separation coming up. Although I would say that yesterday, more than any other day. I think there was separation yesterday. It was one team. I Buffalo's out of excuses now. Like they have to go to the Super Bowl. <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah. You're one and a half games up on the Chiefs now with that win. Mm-hmm. Nobody else in the AFC should catch you. Nobody else should catch you. The, the AFC North has two three and three teams mm-hmm. up top, Ravens, Bengals. Mm-hmm. AFC South, forget about it. No one's catching you there. Division, all right, division's better. Jets may be good, Dolphins, Patriots, but all right. So it leaves only the Chiefs, and you have a game up on them, really, too, because you beat them. The, last t- the next time you go to Arrowhead should be next season. Yeah, 100%. Road to, the yeah. Su- road to the Super Bowl goes through Buffalo. No more trips to Arrowhead this year. You know, no no traveling, uh, you know, no traveling to Baltimore, none of that shit. Like, you should be the one seed by big favorite in playoff games, Super Bowl. They would be a colossal failure if they don't get to the Super Bowl. Now. And, it, and it kind of seemed yesterday, like, it's like, I don't know, in the second half at some point, I remember thinking, like, it's, they're just not going to figure it out. They're they just they're they're spooked by being there. Something just doesn't click. Like they're like Chiefs are going to figure it out, and then obviously the Bills, you know, kind of turned it on. Um, the Allen, I felt like they were going to win the whole time. The Bills, I don't know why? Yeah, that's yeah, yeah. You might have a better, you might have had a better feel for the game. I was just going like, so I, I thought it'd be you know obviously a little higher powered offense going on and it just kind of I think I think it was like a fourth it went for it on fourth down and midfield didn't get it and I was like oh that's not that's not what they wanted to do there that's that's you know this is that this is where it turns I think that's what it was that that am I making that up did that happen <laughs> I think it was like a I think it was like fourth and short and they didn't get it at midfield or something the bills I thought I think it's what I think that's the instance where I where I had that thought or they're just not going to figure it out. Like it's just something. It's just not. There was be a there was a little bit of that in the first half. That's why it was so low scoring. Oh, maybe it was the first half. All right. It could have. I, I want to say first half. I think I was more influenced by the point spread. I saw Bill <laughs> the Bills two and a half told me they were going to win, which is I don't know what kind of logic you would call that gambler brain, but I felt like the Bills were going to uh, win. I wasn't. I didn't know they were going to pick Mahomes off. Early on in that last drive, they definitely left too much time for him. Yeah. A minute left, but when they were driving that last drive, I felt like the Bills were going to score, and it was just going to come down to how much time Mahomes had. See, my gambler brain is is why this is why maybe he wouldn't listen to me at, at all. Even though we both went three and zero this weekend, um, my gambler brain was was just like you had the chance to take the Chiefs as a home dog, you take it and hope for the best. I know, but I feel like that's what at most people were thinking. I have no idea where the money w- was, mm. but I, I read that it was the first time Mahomes was ever a dog at home. Yeah, I know. That's why it's like it's outrageous. It feels, like you, got, it feels like you got to take the shot, and you're right in it. It's not like it was. It's not like it was not close. I mean, you had a, you had a chance. Oh yeah, I mean the Chiefs were uh, the Chiefs outplayed them for most. I would say the first half. I'm trying to think the Chiefs. The Chiefs, you know, the Bills jumped out seven nothing, but um, Mahomes, Mahomes threw a pick in the end zone. Like, what was it, first or second drive of the game? I mm-hmm. think that could have put him up. So the Chiefs were actually playing better than him. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I don't know, I don't know. Just I think Bills are a little. I think the difference in the in the teams is you trust the Bills D a little more. Than yeah, the Chiefs. for sure. The Bills, the Bills D is excellent. Chiefs D is you know suspect. Chiefs D uh, makes plays. They made a nice trip by that dude yesterday. That should have been called. And yesterday actually was because that was really the only game I watched. I can't remember 
I don't know if it's the drinking or I didn't even I didn't really drink too much yesterday, but I don't, know, I don't know what the it lifetime was. of drinking. Yeah, that might be it. <laughs> um, it was the first time. I'm not like a, a big. I, I don't like the whole like refs favor or anything. It mm-hmm. felt like the Chiefs were getting a whistle yesterday or a non-whistle. Like that trip was right in front of the referee, and they uh, that went against them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, where Allen got up complaining. There was a couple. There was a couple other plays I can't remember, but it was the first time I was like, "Whoa, the Chiefs are getting like the NBA superstar treatment right now." Yeah, that's fair. it. Was like the Bills had to, almost had to like <laughs> overcome that in order to. All right, you want you want to play in in Buffalo in January? Like you got to beat the refs too a little bit. It could have been maybe the refs were just terrified from what they'd seen on uh, Monday night, and they're just they're getting reamed against the against vegas and the, and the and the refs are just getting booed from here to kingdom come for bad i thought ball. they gave the chiefs a whistle that night too didn't they they did they, they yeah they did because they got they, the crowd scared the shit out of them they they blew a call early one of the last it's one of the last home field advantages in football era it's, it's a great it's a great home field as good as it gets yeah really is a great one um yeah, because all these fields are just too – all these stands are just too big and spacious and it's all rich people and you can't get a good crowd like that. I'm sure rich yeah. people go to Kansas City, but yeah. I don't know. What's another good one? Is Arrow, Arrow, uh, Arrowhead and SoFi Stadium, the last two great <laughs> home field advantages. Yeah, SoFi for the uh, for the visiting team, though. It is. It is a great advantage. for. The, I'm sure there's a lot of Broncos fans there. <laughs> when they show the crowd at uh, – in LA for it's worse for Chargers game to think because I think there's still some LA Rams fans from like back you know 80s 90s mm-hmm. like the LA Charger fan it's just sad yeah if they don't exist yeah because yeah what does it take to be a Charger fan like how did you become a Charger fan your junior sale guy back in the day and you just kind of clinged on to him or even maybe like- pe- people from San Diego driving it's only a couple hours to, to drive I think to LA but it's like I don't know. Were they even really that hardcore in San Diego? I mean, no. more better than LA. Tomlinson, maybe like they're kind of big on him. Like he had some big years. I don't know. They have, had, they have had good teams. They've just been kind of the same franchise forever, though. Like they seem like they have talent, but just don't yeah, put it together. Yeah, I wonder if it's like a regional. I wonder if they're just regional. <laughs> There's not. The only it reason has people. To be. The only people reason. Only reason anybody outside of that area would root for the Chargers because they like the colors of the uniform, which is, you know, atrocious. There's a, atrocious. Few, there's a few people like that. Yeah. I, I, yeah. Cause I don't, I don't think I, I and I know a lot of different football fans. Like I've come across mm-hmm. in my life. Mm, not sure. I've met a Chargers fan. We've had this conversation before. We've tried to like rattle out all the teams. And if we know a fan, yeah, I think the Chargers kind of stumped us. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know one. I don't know one. And if I do, and if I do, I cut them off a long time ago. I don't. I don't want to be associated with them. So I'll, not unassociated by choice. If I, if I do have a choice, they're always in the mix, but they're just not like the sexy team. Well, that I think I think they are the sexy team, but they always let you down. They're done up. They got they, you know they got the makeup on. They look good. If all the right you know all like, like they're not like they're not wifey material though. No, that's great. Yeah, you don't want to commit. Yeah. You don't want to commit to the charges. That's like no, that's sticking your yeah. you know what and crazy. 
Yeah. You know, you don't want to knock, you don't want to knock that. Think about it. It's like, you know, think about how excited you get from it. It's Herbert and uh, Eckler and Keenan Allen, like a Mike Williams. And and then you got the defensive guys, you know, that were revamped defense, this and that. Like, oh, well, uh, you want to bet your life on them? Like, oh, no, 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 no. I'll watch them at four o'clock on a Sunday. Yeah. I don't, yeah. I'm keeping And it was the same, it was the same, like, you know, 15. 20 years ago, it's like yeah. Rivers and Tomlinson and all those guys. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. It's a uh, questionable, questionable, questionable coaching. <laughs> always, always question. It's always questionable coaching with the Chargers. Unbelievable always. how that just transcends time. Yeah. No, nah, you can't. Uh, I'll take him out to dinner, but I'm not buying him a ring. No, no, no. Oh, man. So, yeah, that's a walk down Charger. Yeah. Charger memory lane. You got to take care of the Broncos. The Broncos are not a good football team, but you can't, you got to take care of them tonight. You got to, yeah, it's a division game. I, I, I gave out Broncos plus four. I thought it was going to be close and the Broncos could steal it. I'm not surprised it's been close. I'm not, Broncos have a good defense. Broncos are another team that, like, it's like Russ went there and they, they still are the same team. They're a defensive team with shitty, offensive like play call. like everything about them is still the same and they brought in a quarterback and paid him like a billion dollars did russ look is he looked like he took took a step tonight like i haven't really yeah seen he looked he's him. looked better. Been, okay made a cup made a couple russ seattle plays okay okay so maybe he's come into form a little bit too you know it takes time for everybody we'll see but then they cut the nate hackett on the sideline and it's just it, he just the fate the face this guy has when it doesn't matter what's going on, he just looks like he's like he just farted in an elevator or something. <laughs> yeah, like a crowded elevator. And like, please let's get to the bottom before people make a big deal of this. Each each play call probably feels like a fart in an elevator for him. That's probably why he's got that look. Yeah. It's like, oh man. Hopefully it's not wet. <laughs> oh, oh he, he's always he's always a little. He's always a little wet. Elevator roulette. That's a rush, that game, elevator roulette. If you work at the top floor, you're at the top floor anywhere, and you get in and it's it's uh you're empty. Letting a sign letting a silent one rip, you ri- you risk the you risk the uh you know oh man someone getting on. And then they know it's you, you're the only guy in there. That's really yeah, that's I don't know why you would play with fate like that. If I'm if I'm on the thirteenth floor. But it's a rush if you get to the bottom and you you, you make you make <laughs> yeah, it but, out. But then every the bottom is there's, there's right four or five people at the bottom getting on to go up. But you're getting off, so you don't ever have to see them again. But we'll have somebody at the bottom. Unless it's in a building, knows. I guess, where you know people. Yeah, that could yeah. be bad. That's yeah. part of the roulette. It's part of it's part of the game. <laughs> so don't be a Chargers fan. <laughs> or a Broncos oh, yeah. fan these days, I guess, either. Yeah, tough, tough, tough one tonight to be a fan of either of these teams. Uh, <clears throat> well, I got for I guess we got the, the Yankees. They butchered. They really butchered it, man. Like to have it go on for that long, it was nine forty-five when they decided to be tomorrow. It's crazy. I think they really wanted to play at night. Yeah, they really should have. I mean, I, I it's tough to really give a full assessment without being there. 
like how bad was the rain? I, I heard it wasn't really even raining at seven o'clock mm-hmm. when uh, when the game was supposed to start. Mm-hmm. It was more they were kind of just planning ahead. Like I, you got saw tweets, you know, on Twitter, like oh, not even raining here. It was mm-hmm. seven oh seven ten seven fifteen. But and I guess was, it ended up being like steady rain, you know, drizzle. Oh, it was like kind of like just a mixed bag. Ended up pouring later on, yeah, I think. So there's not much. Jameson Tyon could have pitched, uh, you know, 85-pitch complete game shutout. We could have got out of there before the rain. I on game five. It's tough, man. <laughs> that is tough. Well, um, I mean, now there's decisions with the extra day. Could we go Nestor on short rest? Mm-hmm. I don't think they're going to do that. I don't think they're going to do that either. Indians, excuse me, Guardians can go Bieber short rest. They might do that. That seems more likely than Aaron Savali. Maybe, yeah. I don't know. If I was them, I was going to say maybe bringing Bieber, like back it up. But I think you have to start. I think you have to start with your best and then work your way. Kind of back, so I kind I kind of expect Bieber. Yeah, I mean he's gonna be in at some point. I would just start him if I was them. Yeah, I mean you could knock you just knock a team off their if he's got it. You could knock a team off their game early. They can never regain that confidence, and they'll be just shot. Kind of trying to you know, if, especially if the Indians or the Guardians get up. Thanks, you did that was your fault. Uh, especially if the Guardians get up and Bieber's able to shut them down for three innings or four innings. And they're just, and you go into like a mixed match with the bullpen, you're down three nothing or something. It could really, just, yeah, it just makes your day that much shorter. You're in trouble. Oh, yeah. I think they would sign for four innings from him right now, like four yeah. effective innings. That's it. Mm-hmm. And then they're locked and loaded. Their bullpen's rested. I mean, it does help the Yankee bullpen if you'd like to look at it like that. I was looking at it more as the crowd would have been better tonight, seven, eight o'clock. Um, oh, I hate, I hate. Yankee playoff day games. I hate them. I was at one Friday. The crowd was awesome. I had no gripe with the crowd, but you just can't. Yankee playoff games. Okay. This is not Atlanta. Okay. This is not Florida. This is not San Diego. The Yankees play big October games under the bright lights, 807, 730, whenever. Yep. It's not meant to be in the daytime. It's not some Mickey Mouse fucking franchise. No. Okay. No. Contrary to how they may be run at times, but we play at night in the Bronx. Okay. And I just think you always lose something by not having those games at night. And if we, I'm not going to blame that. I'm not going to use that as an excuse if, uh, as Russ airmails one after I just complimented him. I'm not going to use it as an excuse if we lose this series. I don't feel good about game five. I just, it's like a bad omen. Once again, I felt bad. I felt horrible going into game two after the rain out. And now I've, I have the same feeling going into game five. I have the same exact feeling. I got, ask, I got a question about the game that you were at. Yep. Were there boos for Aaron Judge? Okay. I have had a couple people ask me that. I did not. There may have been like a spatter. Uh, is it smat, spatter? Spattering of booze? Smattering. Spatter. I'm going to go spatter. No, smatter. With an M? Smattering. I'm going back to M. There may have been like a smattering of booze, but I don't know. Like after the game, when I was reading stuff online about people couldn't believe the treatment Judge was getting, I didn't get that vibe. 
that he was like being booed out of the building. There's yeah. always going to be like a few knuckleheads at Yankee games who boo everybody. Yeah. Like no yep. matter what, if you make an out, you get booed. Mm-hmm. But like, that's, I don't know. In my section, I did not, I would have like, I would have made a note if I heard like someone near me, like letting judge have it. And that wasn't the case. I don't yeah. think. I, they, I think it's like a media because WFN was like hyping it up. And those guys are not Yankee guys, the morning guys. And they're yeah. like, oh, embarrassing display, bad look for the Yankee fan, booing Judge, 60 home runs. I'm like, I didn't really I, – I mean, it was a day game, so I wasn't really locked in, but I was listening to the game more than I was watching it. Yeah. I don't remember hearing any boos. And then uh, somebody called in and was like, no, they were booing the umpire, which I, which is possible. But um, Yeah, I, don't, I know he struck out three times in that game. I can't remember how many were looking. So, I mean, like, when he was chasing 62, if he struck out looking, the crowd was booed because they, you know, at the umpire, obviously, not him. Mm. So you could always fall back on, like, if he strikes out. You always, you always hear a little bit of booing if a guy strikes out looking on your team. Yeah, of course. They don't like the call. Yeah, yeah. no, I, that, was, that was completely overblown. I was, I was shocked when I was reading stuff on the way home about the uh, booze because I, I, didn't, I didn't feel that at all. Trying to sabotage uh, the negotiations. Oh yeah, that was a me- yeah, definitely, definitely a little media-driven uh, angle there for sure. Mm-hmm. Trying to make something out of nothing. Well, the what are the Yankee? Well, these are Yankee. These are people who cover the Yankees. They have the game by getting them out of town. Don't you, don't you want the best player in the game to play in your city? You're yeah, gonna, you're gonna you're gonna you're gonna cover uh, Glaber Torres for one sixty two. Yeah, I mean, listen, there it's a playoff game. Tensions are high. I'm sure there were some boos, but yeah, no. not like not like what was uh, yeah. what was said and and read. Yeah, listen, yeah. bottom bottom line is go out tomorrow. Just do do your jobs. Hit. You're right. There's if if it's Bieber, let's take advantage of him. He's on short rest. Don't let him get comfortable. Early and often. Get, yeah, Early get, and often. Get on. Make him work. Steal a base. Move the ball, hit the ball around a little bit. Get going, get going early. Don't let them get comfortable. Don't let the don't let the Guardians get comfortable. No, nah, if they get comfortable, we're dead. And then you're gonna get because they have yeah. they have all yeah because they have huge advantage. All their guys are rested. Mm-hmm. They got Classe, who in game two, the game I was at, got seven outs, mm-hmm. which is how you manage in a game you have to win. You push the envelope, which is what Francona did. Mm-hmm. Had him pitch thirty something pitches because you don't plan for games that aren't even happening yet yeah um which was good news so i guess a, Holmes, he's available home is available tomorrow that's good for at least 12 to 15 pitches that's good <laughs> yeah well we'll see we'll see and wandy's a guy who's been our best reliever and this would have been his fourth straight day pitching which mm. i don't care to me he was available tonight i don't even care four straight days or not so he'll have a day yeah. off now so i mean as far as i'm concerned we I mean, our pen's not rested, but everyone's available tomorrow. Yeah. Wisega's got his had that. This will be two days off for him. Yep. Holmes will have a day. Peralta gets a well deserved day. And then, you know, Nestor, I think you'll have, I think they'll try and use Nestor maybe out of the pen. Ty on short leash, maybe Herman to back him up. Uh, yeah. And then you oh, got the, it. The shortest uh, leash. He has the shortest leash. Oh yeah, I mean, tie, tie on, in, yeah, pitching a big game. I mean, just get yeah. us get us into the dugout in the first inning. Zero, zero. It's, I, I can't think of anything more terrifying than that name popping up. And he's been good too. Like second half of the season, he's been pretty good. 
but he's the last guy I've ever wanted to see in a do or die game. So I don't know. I don't know. We'll have to live, I guess we'll have to live with it at least for. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. I won't. I won't completely kill him for. Uh, for was it Friday? Yeah, Friday's performance in, no. the, in the tenth inning. He was kind of put in a spot that he's not used to. But uh, yeah, I mean, Jameson Tyon. I know the Guardians are light hitting, but it's he's not a guy. And I, I'm they're not going to announce like tonight what they're doing, right? We're not going to be that lucky. No, no shot. I can see the I can see the Guardians announcing Bieber. Oh wait, here we go. I got breaking news. <laughs> All right. Well, I just was they right or wrong? Yeah, he's Brian Hawk. This is Brian Hawk. He's was he the Post? What is he? Daily News. He's legit New York uh, beat guy. Yeah, I don't know who. All right, he's got Nestor starting tomorrow. Wow. Okay, that was quick. But it said this is very strange worded tweet. <laughs> said Nestor Cortez will start tomorrow for New York Yankees. Guardians announce. Why would the Guardians announce that? Why would the Guardians announce it? That is bizarre. Maybe, all right, maybe he's not that well respected of a journal of a beat guy. All right. He's People in the mentions are also asking the same question, so it's not just me. <laughs> His reply is Boone isn't here. I don't, so what did Boone tell uh, the Guardians who – all right, whatever. I'm I'm gonna go. We're gonna we're gonna breaking news. Cortez starting tomorrow. According I think to it's, I think it's real. According to Terry Francona. Yes, Francona announced Nestor <laughs> as a game five starter. So uh, I guess that tells you where they stand on. I mean, you could still see Tyone. Yeah, no. about it. No, I, I, yeah, everybody's on deck. Everybody's everybody's um, available. Like you said, you do or die. That's it. Which I mean, it still doesn't explain to me like how like Boone managed through the weekend. He managed like he had. Well, it started at the game I was at. Oh, Friday was atrocious. So I I I haven't heard this talked about at all. But sixth inning of that game, and this is I mean, it feels like you know two weeks ago at this point, game two. Yeah. But it's the sixth inning. It's two two. Two outs, two on, and Trevino's due up. And he pinch hits Carpenter, who hasn't had an at-bat in two months. To me, that's like if you're down 5-2 and you're looking for one swing to kind of Mm -hmm. tie the game up, it's Carpenter. Yeah. But why would you go to a guy who, A, hasn't had an at-bat in months, and B – isn't the guy isn't the guy you're going to if you need just like a poke? He's obviously like a, a weapon off the bench who you're looking to run into one. Mm-hmm. But it's tied to you like you're just looking for a single. You don't need a home run. So why mm-hmm. not have Trevino hit there? Trevino hasn't been great. I mean he he didn't start in game three, mm-hmm. but Trevino's been you know all, he's your all star catcher. Has been a decent had a great at bat in game one sack fly. Mm-hmm. usually puts the bat in the ball. Why not give him the at-bat? Because yep. then what you're doing, and Carpenter comes out and you know and, stri- and strikes out, which, okay, what you're doing is now you lose Carpenter and you're burning two spots for one, and now Higashioka's in the game, who we all love Higashioka, but now in the eighth inning, when bases are loaded, they bring in the closer to face Higashioka, 
you can't pinch hit for your catcher now. You're stuck with Gashioka. So it's mm. it, I don't know. It does it doesn't it just didn't really make sense to me. It was like you were kind of managing for a situation that didn't exist. You don't need a home run there. But I think Boone has a tough time putting his team giving his team the best opportunities to win ball games. It's just yeah. like, like they, when they when they win, it's because they perform, obviously, right? It's obviously. But I feel well, like that was game four. It was kind of like the decisions were made yeah. for him. Cole yeah. just like went out. Yeah. Um, and you got a lead and you have to worry about it. But um, he just, yeah, you say it all the time. The game gets too fast for him. And I, I text it's way you, too fast. For like him. On way Friday, too fast. On Friday, I texted you. I was like, he's in a race to empty out everybody for some reason. It's just, he was, you couldn't wait to get the next guy in. When this is a time where you don't do that, you got you got to ride a hot hand for an, an extra out or two more than you normally would. No, if you have a shitty bullpen, a yeah, suspect bullpen, especially you, if it's you, shitty, you got to trust tired. your eyes. Yeah, it's shitty and tired and been through a lot. You use the guy who's who's effective, and I won't say shitty because they, you know, because Lewis Gawandi Holmes has been has kind of gotten back into a little bit of good form recently. Suspect, we'll say suspect, right? But suspect to the point where it's a. It's you have a closer by committee. You don't have a closer, so everybody is everybody's available to be used at some point. So, if you have a guy that's a three out guy, get five outs out of him. Get the extra, get a couple extra outs out of him. Go for it. There's no reason to rush to the next guy. You had to get through this game somehow. And on top of everything, it's tied. It was tied. Like you're not, you're not, you're not trying to hold on to a lead. You're trying to, trying to. Keep things tied. Like, you still have to get a lead and win. Well, you're not, gonna, and then all of a sudden you're going to run out of all your ace relievers, and it's still going to be two-two. Like it doesn't make any sense to me. And that's how you end up with tie on starting the tenth. Yeah, exactly. Who, whatever. I mean, you could have started Clark Schmidt there. I'm not the biggest Clark Schmidt guy. Tie on Schmidt. Like I, at that point, once you get to the tenth inning, like the 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 loss is. Uh, is is on the offense. I mean, for not doing anything. I, yeah, I don't. I don't mean to. T- I don't mean to kind of give them any kind of uh, pass here. Obviously, you got to hit. Um, if you're not hitting, you're going to lose. But I just I feel like the team was not given a fair shake. I guess to to extend that game even further and give the and give the offense a little more of a chance to catch up. Yeah, I mean, I didn't like the way it managed game two. It was nothing compared to game three, but ga- game two <laughs> wasn't managed well. I, like it, it, One more comment on game two, but, like, when Castro comes in the game to uh, to pinch run for Stanton, who worked a walk and I want to say, the eighth inning. Yes. Yep. And the Castro obviously stayed in because Stanton's DHing. Bottom ten, the Castro, they let him lead off. Right. They didn't have much. I mean, they had Hicks and Marwin on the bench. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, the Castro's had 43 at-bats on the season. And none of them impressive. Yeah, I mean, he's he's the 25th man on the roster. He's a pinch <laughs> runner. So, I mean, if Hicks or Marwin can't pinch hit in that spot, that's like you have no bench, you're basically it's, saying. It, it's, it's, it's bizarre sometimes watching. And his, comments, and his comments after the game were – I mean, infuriating because he said – first he said, well, Class A doesn't walk guys because they were asking him about Hicks. 
which he doesn't. He's got 10 walks on the season, but you're basically tipping your hand that Aaron Hicks can only draw a walk yeah. on, his best, on his best day. Yeah. So that's number one. Then he said, then Boone says, uh, well, I don't want to empty, I don't want to empty the bench there. It's like there's three outs in the 10th inning. You're, it's, the game's over. So now is the time where you would fire your last couple of bullets. Again, I'm not complaining. I don't think we win if Marwin Gonzalez or Aaron Hicks hits there. No. I'm just saying there's like no logic. It, it, it's, just, it's just more evidence on a, of a career of evidence of him being a poor game manager and not, and not giving his team, not doing what he has to do to give his team a better chance to win. You're right. They probably don't. Marwin does make a difference. But there's three, there's three or four things in there where if he if he does things a little differently, maybe there's a chance to extend it and just give the offense another inning to, to run into one, get through the lineup one more time, get the judge, get the stand one more time again. Right. No. I mean, Lacastro's not getting a hit to ask the bottom. Like he, right, should, yeah, he should never be if he's given an at bat. It's because the bench has been emptied. It's because it's game four. <laughs> it's a, it's game four of the World Series. You're sweeping and you're up fourteen to nothing, and you're like, yes. all right, let's get let's get Timmy in at bat. Yes, and the way Francona managed that game was like do or die. Game seven, yeah. seven outs from his closer, like a fucking playoff game. Yeah, right. That's that's how. Um, the bigger gripe I would have with Boone was in game two. I mean, it was terrible as we just <laughs> documented, but. The way he handled the bullpen on uh, Saturday night mm-hmm. was a million times worse. And I'm not even talking about Clark. I'm not even going to say anything bad about Clark Schmidt because he should not ever be put in that kind of position. Like, you know, 10th inning, once you've used all your A guys and it's a tie game and you got to throw Clark Schmidt, okay. And I'm not even going to make this a Clark Schmidt versus Clay Holmes argument because I'm not really – I'm not very high on Clay Holmes right now. I'll take him over Schmidt, but I'm not, Clay Holmes is like a, a tight wire act right now. I, I don't have much faith in Holmes. He scares the shit out of me. The guy, like one one pitch right down the middle, the next one is like off the guy's off a guy's wrist. Like he never knows where the ball's going. The issue I have with Boone on Saturday was, all right, you got to pull Severino when you do. All right, IKF, which is a whole other fucking issue. Makes a bad error there with two outs in the sixth inning. So you got to pull Severino with 104 pitches. All right. Severino went longer than I ever thought he would. I thought he'd come out to the second inning. Once you pull Severino there, and apparently I, we don't, we still don't know what the fuck happened. Holmes was available. Holmes wasn't available. Let's say Holmes isn't available. Mm-hmm. As soon as you make the commitment to take Severino out and you have a lead, a two-run lead, whatever he did at the time, that means – you're committing to get 10 outs from Luizaga and Peralta, period. That's yeah. 10 outs because you have to win. Yep. And what's he do with Luizaga? He, he threw like 15 pitches. Yeah. I'm like, you got, it's, like, it's like he's already managing for games four and five, and you just you can't do that. You might win game four, 10 nothing. You might lose it 10 nothing. You got to just win the games in front of you. Francona wasn't worried about game three nope. when he was throwing class A 40 pitches or whatever he did. Mm-hmm. He's like, I got to fucking win right now. I'm firing. I'm emptying the chamber to win game two. Yeah. And I, I don't under, I just don't understand. And then uh, he brings in Peralta who gets four outs and he, you know, he, he went with him to start the ninth and, and that's a whole other issue, the, the, the defense in left field right now. 
I mean, no one could catch a fucking pop up between Cabrera and uh, and Hicks. Hicks yesterday on that. I mean, the fucking guy's in outer space, man. How you don't catch that ball? Last night, uh, Ramirez is single. The ball was in the air forever. Is that the and one Donaldson, that was laying out for him? Yeah, so yeah, the one that made it three to one. Oh like, yeah, where was, are you, Aaron? I was yelling. I was, I was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I the same thing. I said, where the fuck are you, Hicks? And he's just like, and I mean, luckily he caught it like on that hop and they were able to get Ramirez at first. But even then, he like, he, even then, he like, uh, he double clutched it, whatever. I'm sure he, you know, he didn't know where he was really going with it. And luckily, he yeah, the right place. But this, uh, uh, as much as I love DJ, Ben and was a bigger loss for this team. Yeah. Ben Tandy is a huge yeah. loss. Clutch hitter, contact guy. Could have let him off, which extends the lineup. Mm-hmm. And he's gold glove in left field. Yeah. And they, they, and then, you know, you could play Cabrera at shortstop and just stick Ben and in left field. So, I mean, they've missed Ben and uh big time. All right. We'll uh, we got to take a quick break and we'll be back, uh, wrap up that and talk a little football. All right. So we, we covered Aaron Boone pretty well. <laughs> Yes, I think I think we were fair. Yeah, uh, absolutely. The ne- the next, uh, I guess you would say, uh, biggest story right now, mm-hmm. IKF. I mean, game one sixty six, they finally pull the trigger, and I mean, any Yankee fan with half a brain who's been watching the team day to day knows this has been an issue. Literally all season. Literally started opening weekend against Boston. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> oh, we've we've been covering for him, or I've been covering for him ever since. Like, oh, I'll figure it out. He just needs, you know, he's a little nervous. New, you know, Yankee fan growing up or whatever. You know, I'm in the Bronx first time. Uh, yeah, he never figured it out. <laughs> yeah. Never- and they wait. Not only do they wait until game one sixty six. This was like a last resort almost to the point where like they got so embarrassed by some of the miscues he was making that they had they felt like their hand was forced because if they really felt like this was a possibility going into the playoffs then Peraza would have been on the roster so this is this is a case of just like their their hand was forced they were like we have to do something now yeah, it's but been it was, exposed. It's been ex- it's we've been exposed. But to your point, though, it's it's their own making. Those their own doing. They had the yeah. opportunity week before to prepare for something that would that would happen like this, and whether it was uh, stubborn, it's just stubborn, stubborn, yeah, That's stubbornness, it. or not wanting to hurt his feelings by having another shortstop on there, whatever it is. Like it just it's it's bizarre um, that. Uh, yeah, that a couple games into the series, like oh, now we're done. Put the put the kid there. We'll figure it out. I mean, it was too many miscues, man. You know, it, it started game one. Didn't come back to hurt him in game one, but the first inning, mm-hmm. Rosario hit a ball that he bobbled, mm-hmm. and then uh, there was another play. Was it game three in the first inning? Like Naylor, like got sawed off. Yeah, it was game three, I think. Uh, who was pitching? Severino had a rough first couple okay. innings. Is that the one he got a slide for? I don't remember exactly. I think he kind of had to. Like he Naylor like sawed it off, and it was like a blooper towards short. And it wasn't an easy play. I don't know if he would have been able to turn two. 
Mm-hmm. But he just looked horrible trying to field it. All right. You survived that. But then, I mean, the biggest error in the series, and I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to look back at this one if we don't win the series, is the end of the sixth inning in game three when Severino got a ground ball and I can't does this thing where he double clutches, throws it in the dirt. Doesn't, I forget who was running. I can't remember. Um, but that was the last pitch Severino or he they may have given Severino one more batter. I can't remember, but they bring in Trevino who gives up a run and all of a sudden it's four to three. And now everyone, everyone in the bullpen now gets moved up. Mm-hmm. So it has, it has such a, it just it has such a uh, what's the word I'm looking for like a uh, seismic, yes, seismic. Spy, it's a spiral effect. Yeah. You know what I mean now now everything everybody moves up a little bit and you just you see what happens. You Boone ran out and it's his own fault, but he ran out of uh, pitchers, which is how you ended up with Clark Schmidt and. You know the ninth inning with which is I mean it was crazy bringing in Clark Schmidt, but. It's his own fault, though. It's his own fault. They think he's Michael. That's they, all. They, they think he's Michael King. They keep they just get confused. They think he's King. He might, thought, they might think he's Michael King. I thought for a couple of years they were the same person, so I can understand if they do now. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's uh, it's gonna come down to one of those guys tomorrow, man. So let's let's see what we got. Hopefully, well, the pen the pen's re- oh Herbert pick. Well, the pen's rested now, oh, so uh, oh, another fumble and a fumble, uh, fumble. Chargers get no. I think Denver got it. That was, I think he tried to thread the needle there. Herbert bounced up, picked off by uh, the Broncos, <laughs> then fumbled by the Broncos, then landed on by the Broncos. I'm getting a report from ESPN right now that Nestor it looks like it's official. Will start. Oh yeah, five. I, did, I did get that as well. My bad. Not 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 in it for the fans here. My mistake. Yeah. <laughs> fans, fans will know. Fans will know by the time uh, they listen. And Nestor's gone. Um, all right. Yeah. Well, do, do, or, do or die in the Bronx. It's been a while since we've been here. Go on and get it. That's it. I'm not confident. But I wasn't confident last night either. So. What, well, again, we kind of we harp on the negative stuff, but uh, Cole did show something last night that we have been waiting for, I think, for a whole year. And whatever yes. is the guard is the Guardians and like you said, light hitting guardians. But still it's a game he needed down backs against the wall and he pitched like an ace. And he looked great. He looked absolutely spectacular last night. Yeah, I mean you needed it. You needed at least it was minimum seven yeah. last night. You had to leave with a lead. Yep. Um and then you got to getting out of Holmes and Wandy, but Cole, yeah, you, you, you needed to have that. Mm-hmm. And I think scoring in the first inning was big too. Yeah. Oh yeah. After yeah. losing game three. I mean, I thought they were dead just because I'm not a huge momentum guy, but there is something in the play. I always say like the game that Yankees lost Saturday night game three, that counts for more than one Astros yeah. Mariners. Like that series was over when that happened, when the Cardinals blew that game to the Phillies, like to come back, like you needed the only way you win last night is if your ace comes out and is awesome. You if know, you fall behind in that game, forget it. It's over. You know, the momentum isn't always with the, the team that's winning. The momentum kind of sticks with that team if that other team is, like, beaten before they even set foot on the field. 
which we've seen plenty of times before where a team just get the, you know, it'll a team, team will just lose, you know, heartbreaker. And then the next day they'll come out, they'll be flat. They'll yeah. still kind of be feeling the effects of it. Um, and last night, that was not the case. They came out, they got the run early. Cole, Cole was lights out. And right. It was, um, it was a much different attitude. That, that goes to the team kind of saying, we're going to turn the page on this. But yeah, a lot, the momentum could have very easily been with the Guardians if they came out, could put up zeros in the first and, you know, they're, t- they're, they're taking extra bases on them and, you know, uh, on Cole and uh, Ramirez is not getting thrown on him for, you know, whatever. It could have been anything. Yeah. Else. A guy's and, just making an observation too. We were just, we were just being positive, but this fucking drives me nuts. And I heard dog talking about this and I'm so glad he said it. Yeah. You watched Cleveland play, man. Like everybody runs hard to first base. Yes. Yeah. And yeah. on our team, we preach not running hard because you're going to get injured. <laughs> <laughs> it's fucking embarrassing, man. Yeah. It's, it's fucking embarrassing. Everyone on that team, like they have to because they're limited talent-wise. Yeah. They have to run like I don't know how many fucking infield singles they've had this season, this uh series, but it seems like a million. Mm-hmm. Whether it's you know defense induced by you know bobbling a ball, IKF, all that. But it's like their guys just bust it, man. They run hard out of the box. And just like, just why do we have this old, like, fucking stagnant team where no one, no one could run hard? Donaldson's watching home runs go bounce off the wall. Not home runs, singles. Yeah, it's like, it's embarrassing. Like they're actually trying harder, and that may be part of why it's two two right now. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, they got a lot of grit, a lot of hustle to them, and it is just, it is very annoying. Um, I don't care if you're old. I don't care if you're 25 or if you're, you know, 45. If you're on the if you're on the field and you have a chance to leg out a single, you're gonna you should put your head down and run. I don't care. Preaching, don't care who you are. preaching, not running hard to first base is a fucking insane thing. Who who came out and preached it? I don't who I missed. Well, they they talk about it all the time about how they don't want like Stanton running hard to first base because he might get injured. Glaber, like these guys, they, they talk about it all the time. Well, Glaber is a kid. He shouldn't run. I mean, that doesn't make any sense. Yeah. I know they talk about it with Stanton, but it's like, it's crazy. I, and it's it's part of the reason they don't, like, in, they don't, uh, like, they don't enforce it from Boone on down. They, they want, they want to keep guys healthy and we're the most, like, injured team in the league. So I don't know yeah. how you could fi- figure that out, but. Yeah, I was tip, tip telling you it's not been working. No, so that was just one more pop uh, negative. Harrison yeah. Bader, though, that's a positive. There, Harrison Bader. Yeah, Bader's been very, has been eye opening. Oh, uh, Cal Quantrill. Yes, yes, he does. Uh, but still, three home runs. That's nice. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Gallo's not playing. Montgomery's not playing. Let's just get let's get to the round after those guys, please. Well, we already be we already got past the round where Montgomery was. So that's fine. Yeah. Well, you didn't get that in the pitch on that. that might yeah. Be part of it. They didn't have enough time. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, yeah, I guess Cashman was right. He's not pitching a postseason game. It's fair. He was. He nailed it. Uh, all right. All right. We'll see. Tomorrow, big one, four o'clock. It's a bummer, man. Four o'clock game. That sucks. Uh, I'm not very happy about that. Yeah. I got to. 
we got to figure it out. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, I mean, it's it's much better than one o'clock. One o'clock, like, uh, I don't know. You can't be at your desk for a fucking do or die game, man. I I know, but I'm gonna be at my desk and I'm gonna be in the commute. And then, I mean, I'll be home. That's torture. That's torture. Yeah, it's miserable. Stan may give you a high and far on like a warning track. Oh yeah, like ends good. the season. <laughs> you might you may have it you may have it in the seats he may have it in the seats and five minutes later you find out the pop up to Rosario at short I mean that's tough well I'll be home by let's see two and a half hours after the start of the game so I mean it might be like the sixth inning yeah won't be I could I could you know it's not great not ideal as long as it's still a ball game. Uh, but yeah, listen. It's just be- yeah, it's not. It's nerve wracking. Being being like out of your comfort zone during a big playoff game, never mind a do uh, or die, is is real real tough. Like yeah, in your comfort zone, you feel free to kind of just let loose and oh, if you got to drop if you got to drop an f bomb, you can. Ugh. Yeah, like when, still, I went to, like when I went to game two with uh, with Mike Casino, and it was two of his buddies from work. Mm-hmm. One of the guys is the the season ticket holder. Okay, you know, and he had eight. He was he had eight tickets, and like it was all guys that work at the same place. So I guess five of them bailed. Oh, and, only two, and, and only and only two guys, with Casino being one of them, actually called out and made sure they cleared their schedule. Okay. And I don't know. I mean, the guy, the guy, I think the guy has like tickets for the Browns going forward. Okay. Which I could be, which I could be in line for. Nice. But I was thinking because we were drinking a lot and like it's a, it's a playoff game, right? So I feel like your obnoxious level could like be up a little bit because it's, it's home field advantage. Plus, I took it personally that it was a one o'clock game. So I was like, you have to. My thing is regular season game, two strikes, you're on your feet, cheering or whatever, or whatever. Playoff game, it's like an extra level you have to get to. You have to get mm-hmm. the home field home field advantage. And I woke up the next morning, like after like I I went to a dark place when we lost. I got pretty drunk too. Stella, 24 ounces. And I was like, I was asking myself, I was like, because they didn't seem like the biggest Yankee fans, these two other guys. Okay. And I was like, I, I wonder That's if tough. they look, I wonder, I mean, they were into it, but I, it's just not different from Different us. level. Yeah, no, it's, it's, yeah, there's definitely levels. I understand. Like every time with two strikes, I like took it as like I was the captain of the section, just like <laughs> up. I was just like up, up. We were first row, first row upper deck. So I was banging I, on the sides. You got to get up if you're the upper deck too, man. If you're they, in the first row, don't you have to bang on the side? Yeah, I think so. In front of you, yeah. Obligation. Banging There's, your ring on the fucking railing and shit. Were they, were they, uh, they follow suit? Like the, the crowd, first of all, the crowd follow suit for the most part? Crowd was excellent for a 1 p.m. crowd. How about your guys? How about your they were okay. That's why. That's why I'm asking because I was drinking a lot. I was like, I wonder if, I wonder if they like looked at me as like David Putty, like the face paint. Like, <laughs> like, 
Well, I mean, there was a time when we were, we were at an ALC, ALCS game against the Tigers doing that same oh, that, shit, and it, or people were telling us to sit down. That was in the, well, in the that was that was that was ridiculous. That was the crowd was far better the that other was, day. That that was like one of the worst crowds I've ever seen in my life. Oh God, I still I, I hate those people. Those people make me hate Yankee fans so much. Yeah. No, but I know I'm. They're not Yankee fans. I'm Yankee fans. They're not Yankee fans. I am. They're not watching. Right. They're not. They're not. They're not watching now. I guarantee the people who told us to sit down are not. None of those people. There could have been dozens of them. None of them are watching Yankee baseball right now. <laughs> no, no. That was a phase in their life. It was a fad. I don't know. They they just they wanted to be part of it for some reason. Maybe they moved from fucking Oklahoma. They were there for a couple of day or a couple of years, whatever. And they wanted to pretend like they were New Yorkers. They went to a fucking baseball game. They got good. They got good bleacher seats. Um, and they that, that's that was their their cosplay for being a New Yorker, and then they then they had been they were fucking bitches about it. Basically, they were the biggest complaining bitches ever. Don't stand up at a baseball game is the dumbest shit I've ever heard in my life. Don't stand. It's up crazy at a playoff game. Yeah, yeah, boggles my mind. Game. So I uh, yeah, so I'm glad it was better than that. So I still have nightmares about that. So I was worried that maybe you ran some of the same shit. Uh, no, there was a guy behind me that. I was actually sitting next to an older guy. I was talking to him a little bit. I think he was by himself, which oh, was kind of cool. I, I didn't yeah. get his story because it was just like, you know, I'm not going to make small talk. I was talking baseball a little bit. Yeah. So that was cool. He he wasn't loud, but he was like up with two strikes. Okay. All right. Cool. Guy behind me had kids with him. He was a little reserved. I didn't kids really- Exactly. It's like a teaching moment. And it's like you're kind of a bad father if you don't teach your kids to get rowdy at a playoff game. Yeah. This is different, kids. This is different. Yeah. Uh but no, the crowd the crowd overall was uh was pretty good. I tried, but I lost my fucking voice. I had no voice on Saturday. No, not yeah, you did your best. You did There's a lot you of two you know, two strike chance is just like I'm just yelling at the top of my lungs, like up. Oh, up, like try, I'm just trying to will them. <laughs> I'm just trying to. And when Stanton hit that home run, I was just yelling, bang on the sides, like early and often, early and often. <laughs> we don't score another run after that. Guys, that's a cl- classic chant, though. That's a classic for that <laughs> early home run in the game. Fucking tried me. I was fucking exhausted after the game. So depressed. It was terrible. No, I'm not drunk. I'm just exhausted from all this drinking I've been doing. Exactly. Yes, bingo. So. Yeah, four o'clock tomorrow. Fans got to bring it, please, please. You have yeah. to. I don't give a fuck about the shadows. Okay, Let's fucking bring it. Shadows are the same for everyone. Yeah, we're all under the same uh, same clouds. Yeah. Ah, uh, all right. I actually got invited to the Rangers game tonight in a box, and I was like, nope, can't do it. Gotta watch the game, game five, five. Game five tonight, and they're like, uh, TV will be on in the. In the suite, I'm like, I'm not gonna do that. I'm gonna go. No. I'm gonna go watch the game there. Well, you know, Rangers game ends and the Yankees games in like the ninth inning. I, my God, they're keeping out of the suite in the ninth inning. I don't want to do that. Rangers fans are all fired up. They're good this year, I guess. Are they? I don't know. I saw some shit on Twitter. What are no. they undefeated already or what? I don't know. They've had three games so far. <laughs> yeah. I just put up. I just put up a touchdown the other night. Oh, uh, I saw that against Anaheim, right? What was it? Yeah, I think it was a dog. <laughs> That's yeah. who the Rangers killed tonight. <laughs> oh, yeah, I guess Anaheim's go. bad. There's the whipping, yeah, whipping post of the league right there. 
making their way through uh, the New York teams. NBA starts tomorrow. Did not even realize that. Got some ESPN update. Yep, it's here. Sixers, Celtics. Yeah. Okay, yeah, there you go. So if, you're, if you're into that, October to June, it's a long one. It doesn't get talked about enough how long those seasons are, hockey and basketball. People yeah. like to shit on baseball being long. Yeah. But at least baseball's long. every day and it's six months. Yeah. Right, April. I love that about baseball. Basketball is a slog. Basketball, basketball is like, forever. And you know, and, and you know, as much as I love hoops, like it's 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 kind of just the same shit night in and night out. <laughs> like base, well, especially it, now, yeah, yeah, and like base, like baseball, like there's just always something. Always in baseball, there's at least once a week, some you'll you'll hear like on the highlight show, like and this hasn't been done since 1936 when uh, you know somebody for the Pittsburgh Pirates did it, and so like you hear these things from a hundred years that haven't happened. And like, it's, there's always something cool, like something new that happens, something you haven't seen in baseball. But I mean, I'm also, you know, a diehard baseball fan. I'm pay attention to that shit. If you're just uh, watching it, like, be entertained. It might, you're not gonna, that might not resonate with you. Um, but yeah, basketball, you know, basketball comes down to the last two minutes, and that's all you really want to watch. Yeah, it's usually how it goes. Milwaukee, Dallas. That's my finals prediction. Milwaukee, Dallas. That's your finals prediction. Bucks, um, Mavericks. And NHL, yeah. I'm going to go with the Maple Leafs and the Oilers. Wow. So you're giving you're, – you're giving, Connor uh, McDavid versus Austin Matthews, <laughs> two young stars. Maple Leafs finally get off the schneid. That would be good. I mean, that would be a good final for just for hockey. Get two Canadian teams in there. It would be amazing. Yeah. Why not? I think they're supposed to be good. I have no – I didn't even look at odds for either league. Oh, McDavid's really good. Luca ver- and Luca versus Giannis. Yeah, Luca about Giannis the young good. young stars. That's fair. Um, I don't have a pick uh, for either, so we'll hang. We'll ride on yours for now. Pod Padres and pick over the Phillies, I guess. Uh, I'll do uh, the I'll do wait. Why is it? Why can't the Nets play? Um, I don't know. Nets could play the Clippers. The Clippers Nets. are. I was looking. Uh, the clip, like people are high on the Clippers this year, and Kawhi and PG like haven't played together at all. John Wall's coming yeah. to town, right? John Wall plays for the Clippers. I think so. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, I don't fuck this. I'm going. I'm going. Um, yeah, I'll go. I'll go. Nets. Suns. Net. Oh, Suns. Yeah. Oh, there you go. I trust the Nets more than the Suns. Well. That's that's my pick without looking at anything for the NBA for the past since the finals. All right, um, all right. What do you want to touch on for yet from uh, football yesterday? Uh, we got to talk. Giants. Oh, and I did say quick. I think I'm going oh. Padres. I think. Oh, okay, okay. There you go. Padres in. Uh, Padres in six. It's very chalk. But all right, I have not looked into. I'm really just putting no thought. I just wanted to get a prediction on record. Fair enough. Um, how about those Dodgers, man? Phenomenal, phenomenal performance by the Dodgers. Dude, that COVID championship gets faker and faker. Yeah, no, it's and Dave Roberts pulling his starter in Game Four after five innings, pitching a shutout. 
Oh, Dave Brutal. Roberts is such a bad manager. I mean, he's <laughs> he's Aaron Boone with a ring. I mean, that's really that's all it is. It's just they hung with him for so long, and now they don't know what to do without him. So, yeah. Yeah, that was uh, – and I watched that too. That was Saturday. So after the Yankees lost, I like went into a shell and like got quiet and just put Family Guy on. But then I eventually went to the Dodgers game because I needed – I just wanted to see. And I was kind of – I was rooting for San Diego. Enough of the Dodgers, man. Like, I just – Yeah. You know, and for, all, like, and for all the lazy, like, you know, buy championships and this and that, I mean, the, the Dodgers have a billion dollars and they just – one ring since 88, and it wasn't even real. Yeah. So that's all on the Dodgers. I uh, That's just a fraudulent just a fraudulent team. So it's everything you'd expect from them. It's amazing how good they are in the regular season every year. I mean, like, you got those guys are built to win the regular season. You have, you have pitchers up the ass. You have, you have hitters, Mookie and et cetera, down the line. But it's a different animal. They did. They season. did really – They. Looking at their – like, once they lost game two with Kershaw, mm-hmm. when you look at – I think it was – did Gonsolin start a game? And uh, Gonsolin pitched game four. Who the hell pitched game three? No, was Gonsolin – I can't remember. But I remember looking at their starting pitching and being like – when Padres were set up with Snell and Musgrove, and I was like, this is like very mid-2000s Yankees, like well, team that like mashes in the regular season, and then you get – you have two big road games, and you have these guys pitching. Like this is like Jarrett Wright and you know Kevin Brown and Javi. Well, like they might well, be Buell, dead. Well, Bueller was Bueller's hurt, so they had no Bueller, and he was you know. No, so, like no one's gonna cry for you when you have that many that no, no, that no, payroll. No. Yeah, no, no, I'm the I'm last. One. I'm just saying, you know, you're that's it's one of the guys that's gonna extend that. Um, yeah, Bueller would be your ace. Bueller would be your ace, but yeah. even like. All right, not Bueller's not there, but it's like Julio Urias is your ace, who's been really good, and then Kershaw, who's kind of a shell, is two, and then Gonsolin, who had a big year, and then the dude Anderson, who actually pitched well game four. Mm-hmm. I don't know. You would just you the thing is, is like you would think a team whose record was what was it one eleven, one twelve, whatever mm-hmm. they yeah. won. Yeah, like you would think their pitching staff would be a little, but and their and they didn't really have a bullpen. Like their bullpen was well, great. Yeah. Not that you have a manager that could take care of running it, but yeah, it's that's that's been a an Achilles heel. Yeah. So even when even when they had Kenley there, I mean, uh, it's been an Achilles heel. Yeah, he had to close out a World Series with Urias. Yeah, the fake World Series. Yeah. So I have no idea what's happening to happen now. Yes, I'm just kind. I kind of rather see San Diego because I could see Philly becoming very insufferable. Yeah, this is as far as they need to go. They could become very insufferable. Bryce Harper going where Mike Trout has never. Trout was at the Eagles game last night. Yeah, it's about he's right. Got, he's yeah. got the October season uh, ticket package. That's, that's why, yeah. We know. He's got the six-game the six game season ticket package. You, <laughs> September ones, you can't make it. And then it starts in October. <laughs> Without fail. Without fail, he's always at a fucking Philadelphia Eagles game in primetime. Yeah. Fucking trash. South Jersey trash. If I had any pride, if I was Trout, I would wait till November to start going again. It just looks bad. Yeah, we're not showing my face in October. 
I'd make sure. Well, I no, the thing is, the thing is, though, people are just people see him. They don't know if he's not playing or if he, or like the team's not playing or if he's hurt. So maybe he just has. Maybe he's on the on the IL. You know. True. It's like it's like. Uh, is this what Brady pulled this week? Oh, oh, what, guy. Is, what a what's loser! What's going on? This is becoming like you talk about like exiting gracefully. This is the this is the opposite of exiting gracefully. He is he is petering out and going down in flames, and the worst it's like a was, midlife crisis. Yeah, basically, yeah, basically, yeah. He's getting divorced. His uh, his his name's getting dragged through the mud in the tabloids. He's going to weddings for known sex offenders. He's uh, yeah. And can you imagine Tom Brady of ten years ago doing anything during the football season like that? Like, why are you going to a wedding for this old fucking guy? He was, the guy's getting married now because they're not sure he's going to be alive in six months. So, like, there's no reason to go to a wedding during the football season when you're a football player. Uh, and Robert Kraft getting married on a Friday in football October. season is is bizarre enough as it is. And you know who wasn't there? Bill Belichick. Belichick wasn't there. Yeah. There's it's, no way. It's Yeah, it's uh, – Belichick might not have been invited. It's like you got to work. <laughs> I, I read the quote. I don't know if he was invited, but he said he said something like that. He had a lot going on. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you got to run this fucking team. Um, that is crazy that you skip Friday's walkthrough. And now there's rumors that he doesn't practice on Wednesdays or something. Yeah. It's, it doesn't, yeah. How do you, it's, he's really going out. He's, he's been like TB12, like all in for all this time, like doesn't take a day off. Always prepares harder than anybody. He's ready more than anybody. And now, not practicing on Wednesday, skipping Friday to go to a wedding. Like going to a wedding, you know, I'm not saying you're up all night and drinking and stuff, but you're at a wedding and you're traveling and stuff. Like that takes a little bit out of you. Unnecessary bit of traveling. I wish I had known that before I took Tampa in my survivor. Mm. I wish I had known. Two strikes survivor, but still would have. Didn't really have many options. A lot of dogs won yesterday, but uh, yeah. I mean, wet. And I Bob, fuck Bob Kraft. What an asshole. Yeah, and he made it during football season. Yeah, yeah. Which I guess inviting opposing players isn't like the dumbest thing in the world, but um, really bad. Yeah, really just a bizarre thing to do. Like we all play. Did Elton John perform there. Did you really have Alan John perform? It was like a big event. Meek Mill. He's friends with Meek Mill, his Philly guy. Meek Mill is his uh, best man. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I wonder who's in a Robert Kraft's wedding. Uh, you can't have a wedding party if you're fucking 95. I got to say. You have like someone stand up there with you, like a you know, guy and a gal. Robert Kraft marries Dana Blumberg. That sounds romantic. Yeah. Uh, fuck you, Boston Globe, for not. Page six says no firewall. Eighty-one-year-old uh, billionaire, forty-seven-year-old doctor, invited guests to a deuce. <laughs> no, she was at the bachelor at the uh, bachelor party. Uh, kick a kick out kick off in a touchdown party at the Hall de Lumaires in Lower Manhattan. Ugh. Uh, source say the couple showed a moving 10 minute video before they were introduced to the crowd. 
of about 250 as husband and wife by the voice of the NFL commentator Al Michaels. Ah, come on, Al. Don't do Bob Kraft any favors. Kraft stepped on a glass, as per the Jewish tradition. Uh, let's see his picture with Randy Moss. Bledsoe. I saw Randy Moss in the picture, yeah. Bledsoe was there. Brady's Brady, uh, The picture of Brady's, it looks like he does not want to be there. He is. He might be having a mental breakdown, Brady. He's definitely. He's definitely not. Have you? It seen, goes. It goes beyond like the marriage. I feel like it's like something's going on. You, you got this. Is in the post, man. Everybody's smiling. Everybody's <laughs> smiling. This picture. This is like the scene in Sopranos where Tony realized Feach is no good. Mm-hmm. Everybody's laughing, and Feach and Feach is there, and he's got the scowl on his face. This is what it looks like, except it looks like instead of him being like a lunatic that's, that might try and be taken down the family, he looks like he's just terrified. He's seeing ghosts that nobody else is seeing. It's yeah. so weird. Brady's going to get really weird, man. He's yeah. going to get really weird. Vince yeah. Wilfork, front and center. Oh, yeah. Vince Wilfork not doing a ShopRite commercial. All right. Lawyer Malloy. Yeah. Yeah, I don't like Brady's new face. I don't like Brady's old face too much, but I don't like Brady's new face at all. Uh, his new face is like he's just sunken in. Ed Sheeran was there. What? It's so weird. Ed Sheeran. I wonder, but Bon Jovi had to be there. Bon Jovi was there, yeah. Of course, he was. Say it. Goodell. Goodell looked like it was in a good time. Goodell was at the wedding. Oh yeah. See, these guys are such frauds, man. Well, they're they're uh, professional acquaintances, you know. Yeah, I know, but got the whole whole deflate gate thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, you got to kiss the ring, too. I mean, uh, Kraft had to invite him. It just goes to show you, Goodell's a cheap fuck. He's want to go down there for the uh, the filet mignon, you know? Who do you think got the drunkest at Kraft, at the Kraft wedding? I mean, Vince um, Wilfork's a clear candidate. Yeah, it's yeah. it could have been, yeah. Retired athlete is that, has that, to be. Yeah. Uh, it could have been Bledsoe. Maybe Bledsoe's just pounding back. I don't know what he drinks. Uh, I don't like Bledsoe. Bledsoe's a bitch. <laughs> uh, maybe it was Kraft. Can't handle his liquor anymore. One too many champagnes. <clears throat> yeah. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I, I go with you. I wasn't even that good of a fucking wedding. <laughs> Probably not. Yeah, probably not. You got to shake hands, kiss ass. Nothing to do with that. Yeah, Chargers driving here for the uh, win. Little little vehicle kicker, though. Little baby was there. Little baby is that? um, See the one that uh, was high coming out of the hotel with Harden. Oh, maybe. Yeah, it was great. My guy, free little baby. He might be in the Dua Lipa song I'm thinking of. There's a couple babies, though, so I don't know. 
There's like yeah, little not, baby. There's I think there's a das baby. Yeah, I'm not uh I'm not up on the babies. So too many babies. <clears throat> um all right, we don't have much time left. Yeah, I mean whatever. Bills team to beat now, Eagles, big season. New York, uh, New, York football, New York football giants. Five took and care, one. Took care of the Ravens. Lamar. He's uh he's gonna be playing somewhere else next year. Oof. He, wow, I don't know, he doesn't look happy. He doesn't look happy there. Probably Miami. You keep talking you keep talking into existence. We'll Vikings, Vikings are five and one, speaking of the Dolphins. Yeah, Vikings. I'll I won't kill the Vikings till they lose a game. I'll wait. How about the Packers? You want to kill the Packers? Losing, getting, getting smoked by the Jets. I mean, the Green Bay Packers are just not broken. Yeah, they are. Yeah, Packers are talk, broken. How about another guy just having like mental breakdown situation? It's, I mean, I don't even know. I Rogers wants to retire and host Jeopardy. Now look, now look. He's he's pissed. He didn't go to a different team. He's got to be. He had a he had a chance to force his way out, force his hand, I think. And he, I don't know. I mean, they, they, it's like he came back. Mm-hmm. He announced he was coming back, signed that four year deal, mm-hmm. and then the next day they traded Adams. They had they had to man. They can't you just can't afford both those guys. Yeah. And the, yeah, and the Packers. Uh, well, we'll see. It's hard to declare too many teams dead in the NFC. That's very true. Washington, Carolina. Carolina's dead. Washington and Carolina are dead. And uh, I don't know. I think it's safe to like declare Chicago dead. Maybe Detroit. Right? There's a few teams I guess you could dead. Well, I don't know. In, in that anyway, in that north, I think, is you know, you could still kind of make a case for, even though it's not like win the division. I mean, just to kind of stick around. I got to see schedules and stuff. Carolina's definitely dead. Carolina's dead. Washington's dead. Yeah, this NFC is just playing too good for Washington to hang around. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, I know, yeah, I don't, I'm, not, I'm not putting any money on Detroit or Chicago anytime soon, but... Green Bay is such an enigma. Oh, and I'll say it's about the Cowboys. Dak picking a nice little uh, soft landing spot to come back to because it was definitely orchestrated that he wasn't going to play against the Rams or Eagles because it's two better teams. They have home Detroit, home Chicago the next two weeks. I will reopen the quarterback controversy if he loses either of those games. You can't lose to Detroit or Chicago. No, 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 no. I'm reopening the quarterback controversy if he loses either of those games going into the bye. Yeah, it's on it's on it's on standby for now, but we're Detroit's waiting. Detroit's coming off a bye. All I'm saying that could be dangerous. Yep. Yep. You can't can't lose to the Lions or Bears. You got two, you came back, nice cushy landing spots here. Can't lose either of those games. Hey, listen, Dax just gotta manage the game. That that defense take care of. Although you know. Uh, the Lions could put up some points, but I just, like, Dallas defense is much better than than that. Yeah, just got to just got to manage the game, Dak. You don't don't don't, don't do anything crazy. 
Well, I'm all for it. I'm all for when uh, when we revisit the quarterback controversy. Comes he comes out and goes 0-1 quick. Yeah, it'll happen. It'll come. So, all right, we got to wrap it up because it's gonna they're gonna lose time now. You want to come back and do the end of this game? I mean, 33 seconds left. All right, so we'll just do this real quick because uh, there's only a second left. Oh, so wait a second, this game's gonna go to overtime. What's going on here? Yeah, <laughs> I think Nate Hackett may have fucked the clock up. For good, I mean, for good here, they did they did the right thing. You're saying because there's one second left and. No, but I think he should have called the timeout and not given Herbert a chance to throw a Hail Mary. Oh. Which is knocked down and it's going overtime. All right. Well, so much for you're right though. No, no, I was kind of curious. I wanted to come back because uh I know that they have no kicker on the sideline. They said the kid who's the kicker hasn't made a field goal since 2017 when he was at Alabama. And he was one for no, four. No, Hopkins Hopkins is kicking for them. Oh, okay. So you do have a kicker that's he. But he's, got, he's, he's just got a, injured. He's got a he's got a brace on his leg though. I think he's just keeping it tight. Okay. For when he All has right. to go kick. All right. So they were talking about the kid who was like backing him up if uh necessary. But Hopkins is still going. Okay. I mean he's made oh. three field goals. Oh, I didn't realize he was kicking. Okay. Yep. Gotta get in his range, I guess. I mean, that was a 70 yarder. What did this work? They uh, uh second straight overtime game for Denver. That's what they do. Last one was Thursday night on Prime against the Colts. That one ended miserably. We can I guess America just can't get enough Broncos. Denver's gonna call. Is it the punter out there? Who the fuck is that? And McManus? All right, Denver's going to take the ball. Russ, going to let Russ cook. We'll see what he's got. Okay, let's go. Let's call this. Could be a disaster. Russ Capone in the end zone here. We'll see, man. I mean, it looks like he's kind of cooled off since his hot start. Yeah, he had a good first half. He has not done anything in the second half. Um, what else yesterday? Uh, Patriots have a quarterback controversy. Yeah, what do they do? Because Zappy looks really good, man. What? That's that's. I think Mac Jones sucks. So that's fair. Well, that's fair. I don't know how much faith that that New England has him though. They do they want him back just to see, or if you think he comes back, he's he's playing backup. But Zappy's earned it. Or should that be convenient? I, uh, I really don't even know the status of that injury. Yeah, true. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. So either. Zappy's beating the Lions and the Browns. Okay. It's not like it's not like a crazy. Yeah. I don't know. And then the, they play the Bears on Monday night. So that's another team that. They should be, no matter who's quarterback. I don't know. I think Belichick loves this shit, like winning with shitty quarterbacks. <laughs> it makes him feel young again. That's fair. Yeah, I think uh, 
And I used to like doing that. I used to like putting in the the backup quarterbacks. I used to suck at Madden. So I'd bench the quarterback because, I mean, I'd be losing, so I'd blame the quarterback. I can't, I can't blame yeah. myself. And I, loved, I used to love putting the backup quarterbacks in and just try and, like, sling it for a little bit. A little different, but kind of the same. <laughs> like, this is the type of game. Whoever loses this is just this typical, like, of course we lost. Yeah. Stuck the Chargers, more, the Chargers, more so historically. Like we lose this game, and the Broncos, it's just the type of season they're having. Like, of course, we lost mm. this game. Well, the Broncos also win games they shouldn't win. So, yeah, who? I mean, this year though, they beat Dan. They beat uh, San Fran on Sunday night. Ugly. They beat the Texans. Ugly. I mean, they need this game for the division race, just to just to throw their names in the hat. Yep. Be a game behind. Melvin Gordon's done nothing, huh? He's fucking shot. Let's see. I have him on a fantasy team. Not not starting him. Good, great managerial decision. Three rushes (laughs) for eight yards. Yeah, he may have to get dropped. I think Mike Boone kind of took the is taking the reins. I really don't need another Hopkins field goal. That could sink me in, in our league. Now that I'm tuning in. We well, need Russ to put one in. Uh oh. Oh man, was that it's a catch. Keep it going. I don't think so. Keep the chains moving. Get up to the line. Let's go. No, that's skipped. Maybe the Seahawks had a – let's see, this definitely had a skip. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> maybe, maybe Seattle had better skill players than we thought. I mean, both Lockett and Metcalf looked decent with Gino. Yeah. Nate Hackett not going for it on fourth and one. Oh, wow. It's completely un- – maybe, maybe it's a fake – Big punt. No, nah, Dolphins did that yesterday on, like, their own 30. Didn't work. What, at what point in the game did they do it? Uh, let's see. Let's look it up. Defense got off the field, though. Uh, uh, maybe more had to do with the Vikings offense, though. They did. They, they attempted a fake punt. On uh, second half, okay. First drive, first drive of the second half from their own thirty-four. Okay, on fourth and one, and did not get it. Just trying to, just trying to spice things up. Yeah, Vikings got the ball, and uh, we pushed them back twelve yards, made a punt. Okay. I don't really like fake punting on like when you need one yard. You prefer on fourth and long? Oh, oh yeah. The... Sound guy just got messed yeah. up. Yeah. 
They're calling oh, for wow. help for the fucking guy in pads. What about the guy in khakis? He's getting up. He's picking up his papers. Oh, yeah. man. He's picking up his paper. Look at this. Oh, what happened to the other guy? He must have tried to slow up. That's a leg. It's going to be a leg or knee thing, right? Try to slow up and uh, not hurt. Man, how do you not know where you are, man, if you're that dude? I understand some guys get trucked because they're like cameramen, so they got to kind of like, you know, keep their ground and they got to get the shot. But that guy just like looked like he was walking down the sidewalk in the center was, of town. He was looking for it. <laughs> he wanted it. He wanted the contact. Oh, man, they're just playing through. <laughs> the game goes on because the injury happened 10 yards off the field and out of bounds territory. So I prefer my fake punts to happen when it's not one yard because if you only need one yard, I'd rather just have my skill guys out there. Yeah, that's true. If we go, yeah, if you want it, why, why bother the element of surprise? Just and think about how far you're snapping it back, even if it's the uh, whoever the guy is that stand next, stands next to the punter. What's that called? Like a gunner? Bot gunner, yeah. Yeah, like, all right, but you're still like, if you need one yard, you're snapping it back a little bit to a guy like kind of in the shotgun. Yeah. Like, Bills were fourth and one on that final drive yesterday. They sneak with Josh Allen. Piece of cake. Oh, this has Hopkins kick right all over it. Oh, and I heard, I didn't see this, but I heard Brady got stuffed on a sneak yesterday. That's Oh, yeah. I didn't see it either. Yeah. Yep. I heard that too. For people who, uh, Need more anti-Brady ammunition. Guy's never been stopped on a sneak before. Maybe he's just getting old. He's losing it. He's got to be miserable. Who do you think's more miserable, him or Rodgers? Rodgers. Well, Rodgers by design. Rodgers wants to be like known as a miserable guy. That's like yeah. kind of his persona, right? Yeah, Rodgers just has. Oh, man, did he catch that? Nope. He caught it, but Mike it was out Williams. of bounds. Chargers probably miss Keenan Allen. Yeah, not having a number one guy there can throw things off the hierarchy. And Mike Williams is very spotty. Oh, wait. Hmm? Oh. Yeah. Uh, no, very close, but I don't think you can give that to him. He almost got assisted by the guy because the defender like hit his foot down. Yeah, touching the turf. Mike Williams, one catch for eight yards. I thought that is very spotty. Because he'll come out. He'll come out and have like a ten. Oh man, it's a duck. Fake now's now's your fake punt. Fourth and fourteen from their own eight. Nah, Staley just straight up go for it. I mean, we led the show talking about mediocre football, and I think we got to end. Oh, yeah, this is it. We got to end talking about it. A this battle, is brutal. Battle of three and outs right here. J.K. Scott will be punting from his own – step outside of his own end zone. There's the would, have been a good, would have been a good fake punt spot. He gets it to the 30-yard line, 31 which is about where Russ started his last drive. Oh, he needs a field goal now, though. Yeah. Neither of these McManus lines. McManus has a boot. 
None of these offensive lines look really good either. Everybody's got hands I on I feel like the jerseys. offensive line playing football overall hasn't been great. I got to agree. It just it looks – it seems like it's a league-wide thing. And, again, yes. I wonder if that's – again, I wonder if that's a calendar thing. I wonder if those units just need time to kind of get play together. There's, you know, the lack of uh, preseason, I wonder if that hurts them early on. Maybe it's not bad quarterback play. Maybe it's bad line play. That's a big part of it. I, that's, I wonder if we're still talking about it in a month. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, neither of these teams could really – they're not really running the ball. Quarterbacks drop by the back to pass. They're getting murdered. I really don't want to fucking end the show calling a tie. I mean, what else would you expect? <laughs> fucking rain delay, fucking... rain delay game five. You might be a time in night football too. <laughs> a sixteen, a sixteen die, nonetheless. Man, this is Nate Hackett, offensive guru. <laughs> he that those were two like Ivy League plays. He just <laughs> run up the middle. <laughs> Probably would have got a few more yards if it was Cornell. All right, third and seven here for the Broncos. Well, there's the Chargers. <laughs> Chargers faithful on their feet. <laughs> Man, Shotgun formation. Here's a snap. Got to find your guy Sutton there, right? You got to find your guy. Oh, he goes deep. It's contact. Oh. Almost picked, almost, not not almost caught by anybody who's throwing to, but I think there's look again, just looking for a penalty, looking for that Judy flag. going for the Flacco. Jerry Judy might stink. He is atrocious. I think he is atrocious. I'm almost positive. I've watched a lot of Broncos games these year, these uh, first six weeks, and that's my biggest takeaway. Zeno show. Even when he does, like we even do get him the ball. The ball goes bounces off his hands. Guy collects more no show checks than Ralph Cifaretto. Yeah. <laughs> the beach ball in the crowd in front of the camera. <laughs> this punch the rinky dink. I mean, in a league where it's just, you know, all the rule changes favor the offense. You put on the red zone channel, can't get enough offense. Mm-hmm. I mean, this game is just Brock. Every Broncos game has basically been the same this year. This one started different. Like Russ was good. They go up ten nothing. It's some tight end who was making his first ever start, or no, I think it was his first ever game. They said yeah. the other tight end got demoted. Ten mm-hmm. nothing, and it just it all of a sudden like morphed into a Bronco game. Like, lulled you to sleep, made you think you were watching, like, a good football game, and then out of yeah. nowhere, oh. it became a Bronco game. Ah. A little rush there, bad down the pass. Some more, some more bad O-line play. Yeah, right through there. Fucking barn door wide open. I mean, how many? Oh, man, Untouched. 71 just misses up, man. He was right there. He was right in front of you. Was I mean, their, like- their left tackle is out, so... I mean, yeah. it would make sense. 
I don't know the deal with Denver's O-line. They might just be bad. Uh, I heard that maybe because uh, Carolina's having such a bad year. Yeah. Gerald Everett drop. Oh, was it picked up? I don't think that's a fumble. Uh, Carolina uh, could be having a fire set. Maybe able to get a lineman from them. If that's well, what you just, Robbie Anderson just went to Arizona today. Yeah, well, that's yeah, that started the fire sale, I think. Oh. I'm sure Robbie Anderson that'll end well in Arizona. <laughs> it might it's not, it might not start well. <laughs> Playing Thursday night. Get him out, Saints. There. Get him out there. Herbert he's, on third and ten. He's good for. He's like a Mike Williams. He's oh, left tackle. We'll start. Oh, third and fifteen. See, when do the Broncos play in prime time again? I can't wait to do this again. <laughs> I am surprised they're not playing on month, next or two Thursdays from now. Next I feel Thursday. like I know the Broncos so well inside and out. I mean, you know, it's I've like a second enough, team. I've seen enough Broncos. Yeah, it was first Sunday. Oh, well, Thursday. not a prime, t- not a prime time game this week, but four oh five against the Jets. <laughs> It yep. will be – there will be three games on probably. That will be one of them. So We'll be watching. And then after that, week nowhere. eight. Going nowhere. Week eight in London against Jacksonville. That will be fun. <laughs> that will be an awesome London game. The way the, those teams are playing, that's classic London game. Whoever loses should stay there. Yeah. They become – the London Jaguars or the yeah. London Broncos. Oh, yeah. The London Broncos is where they belong. Oh, man, I oh, you just no. knew something. Oh, no. Fumble on the punt return. Chargers have it. I like, I saw that. It was almost like a crystal ball I had. <laughs> there was con- there was confusion as the ball was coming down. The returner was trying to relay something to his guys, and you just knew Nate Hackett just farted. They cut to, they cut to him. Uh, they could potentially say that the dude was blocked. They if they. Uh... The Broncos like look like they're playing a pickup game in every side of the ball. Offense, defense, special teams. It's like they're playing at the baseball field down the street from their house. They're junior high kids. Nothing looks like it was practiced. Nothing's organized. There's Dustin Hopkins with his quad wrapped up. Willis Reed. Let's see what uh let's see what Brandon Staley's got. Does he go for the I mean you gotta try and get closer, you would think. For him. <laughs> what what are the lengths of his field goal case tonight? 
all under 40. Yeah. I just saw that. They just showed him. Here comes Eckler. Jesus. Nobody can move the ball. This Man. There hasn't been a touchdown in the second half, I don't think. Was it 10-10 at the – I think it was 10-10 at the half. I mean, the Bills should be ashamed if they don't come out of the AFC. And who's beating them, man? Uh, they're not playing tonight, whoever it is. <laughs> Uh-oh. Oh, boy. And he's on the run. All right. Well. Okay, well. I think you got to take your chances with Hopkins now. Let's see what he's got. Dustin Hopkins for all the glory. Could be his final kick of the season. Who knows what kind of injury he's got. But he's got to have one more in him here. For the Chargers to go to four and two on the season. Tie with the Kansas City Chiefs. Let's see if Nate Ackett here brilliantly ices him. Yeah, he does. <laughs> Stefanski's got a pencil in his ear. Hackett's got a Sharpie for what that's worth. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, why a Sharpie? Oh, man. Because Nate Hackett makes shit permanent. <laughs> I still think we got like a false start in us or a offside. Bad snap, there. maybe. This is another horrible. I mean, you could fire Nate Hackett, no? I, like I after this no, game? I would have no problem firing him. I mean, another, another overtime loss where you just didn't, couldn't do anything offensively. It's like it's like they're still the team with Drew Locke and Brock Osweiler as their quarterback. It's crazy. Still the same team. I think only lose. the char the charm is gone because when you have a good quarterback and you're this bad, it's like sad. I might lose this game if he drills this. <laughs> I think I think I might lose. How, how, how many, many are, are you down less than three? I mean, are you up, yeah, are you up less than three? I'm up three point. Five. Oh, so then you no, you'd still win. Thirty nine. That's three. Not no. I don't think that matters, does it? That's just three points. The under forty is three points. You think? I'm pretty sure that's the rule. Yeah, three. Yeah, I won by point point five. If that no, stat if correction. That, if, that, if that yeah, if that sticks. He needed. A, the... He needed a forty yarder to beat me. Yeah, Mike Williams got you an extra uh, extra yard. That is gigantic. I wouldn't be shocked. I wouldn't be shocked if they fired. I don't know. Hack on a short week. <laughs> that would be amazing. Amazing. Just, I've never seen a coach like feel like he's a dead coach walking six games into his tenure. I don't know if I could. Like the Dolphins fired Camp Cameron after one year. They went one and fifteen. But it's like they were just getting their asses kicked and the team sucked. Yeah. This is 
this is a team with expectations and they're in every game, but they're just incompetent and bad at everything. He see he does seem clueless. Yes. It's and every game has felt the same. Every game, win or lose, has kind of felt the same with them this year. Yeah, when they won, it was like, wow, I can't can't win like that in this league. And then they did it twice, and then and now it's like you can't win like that. Even they're losing to guys with one leg. (laughs) Oh, they got rolled into. (laughs) I mean, the Seattle loss on Monday night, Colts Thursday night football, and this game against the Chargers all basically felt like the same game. It was all the same game. (laughs) Yeah. It's the Broncos. uh, It's the Broncos story. Yep. Ugh. No word on that guy on the sideline who was dying. No, we don't. We're just gonna we're worried about the kicker squad. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, Dustin Hopkins, man of the hour. Four for four on a bum leg. Can't do much better than that. All heart, Dustin Hopkins. And his hair has not moved out of place somehow. Yeah. Yeah. Nice head of hair, Dustin. All right. <laughs> All right. Well, until Thursday, that, that'll, that'll do it. Another uh, exciting episode of Sunday Poor. Thank you for tuning in. And what else you got? Yeah, thanks for tuning in, everybody. Um, hope you uh, made it through that uh, riveting overtime period, Chargers-Broncos. Uh, we, uh, we will see you on Thursday night. All right. Peace.